Hello, everyone. My name is Carlos, and here is another episode of My Life Without Limits. It's episode number four mm-hmm. of season number two. But before I go on, we have two wonderful guests today. And uh, once again, the brain of the podcast found it. Right, Leah. <laughs> Leah was the, the one that was able to find it. So, Leah, um, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Yes, I've been lurking the social medias, and I'm finding all sorts of people lately. Like we're we're booked almost. <laughs> That's awesome. That is great. It's that, so great. All walks of life. I'm really excited. That is awesome to hear. That's what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And we are here to have as much guests as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you once again, Leah, that you're here. But Leah, I'm going to let you present our guests today, mm-hmm. which are really amazing people that have done amazing, amazing work for the disability community. And mm-hmm. um, I would like to let you introduce them to us. Sure. Well, I came across a news clip about Jessica and Julia who have a book and everything. We're just going to dive right in because I know that this is going to be one of those conversations that could never end (laughs) and might have to be like a five-part series on parent survival. I don't know. (laughs) We're open to whatever. But I know know that there's a lot out there. So I think we should just dive in and I will let the girls introduce themselves however they want. Whoever wants to go first, just dive right in. Sure. So I'm Jessica. Um, I'm a mom of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, five mm-hmm. of my children have been diagnosed with various ailments. Mm-hmm. And I've been writing for four years now. Um, and coming to Julia is how this whole book began. Horses, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Julia, also known as Shelly Jakes. Julia is my pen name. Um, I have been a mom with a child who started out, um, with no kind of resources out there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so throughout the whole years, I've been kind of gathering things and trying to figure out kind of a good process for, for her and I, um, ended up teaming up with Jessica, um, when she came to me, um, and she's like, I think, I might get my kiddos diagnosed. How did you get it started? And mm-hmm. so we, we ended up teaming up together and uh, I kind of showed her my process like mm-hmm. I do many others. And um, she grabbed onto it and ran with it and <laughs> started writing about <laughs> parenting and, and, uh, and all her, her processes that she went through and how candid she was with that. So mm-hmm. when she approached me and said, I know you've been thinking about that and I really want to do this. And I went, okay, let's make this a big project. So yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how we got started together and in, in doing this book. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how it happens. Sometimes you just find that person and boom, you know, yeah, we worked in school really them. well together. So yeah. <laughs> that's where we met. <laughs> And, uh, and we just clicked in all our projects. We did all our projects together because we just, mm-hmm. we clicked in everything and, and we really complement each other when it comes to bouncing and brainstorming things off each other. So yeah. yeah. And she's cool. one of my biggest fans and I'm one of her biggest fans and <laughs> we're, we're kind of our own little support team and, and yeah. yeah, you have to build those support teams around you. And where are you guys located again? Like where are you guys located for our audience to know? Uh, so we're in Calgary and Okotoks, um, mm-hmm. but for when we help people, we usually do it online via Zoom or Skype or whatever. Great. So people can be really anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. The book itself is very universal to yeah. use. Um, the only thing that is specific in it is the resource section which is more to like the calgary and surrounding area because that's where we live right. um, yeah 
eventually we're going to try to like, we've reached out to other resource places around mm-hmm. Alberta and there's even people from the States and stuff now reaching out to us. Yeah. Um, and so eventually we'd like to get this big kind of database. So whoever's calling in, we kind of get to know the different resources. Cause one of the strongest things is being able to connect with the, all the resources that are out there. Yeah. And even if we can't do something, we can say, Hey, I heard about this great place. We can send them to them. Yeah, that's exactly what I say with um, CP Alberta. I always tell people because we're not just cerebral palsy. We work with all disabilities. And I always say, if we can't help you, we will find someone who will. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So we'll have to add ourselves to that resource page. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, we want to, I'd like to get a database, like I know Children's Link has an amazing database. And I love their database so much. I've used it after I met them and stuff like that. And I just, I would love to have a database like them. And yeah, they're able to incredible. say, you know, go to this person, go to this person. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that's what I love looking through this parent survival guide is yeah. like, Cause I know for me, like I, my daughter has anxiety and we're kind of going through the ADHD diagnosis road for her and myself as well. And so I am, like I said, before we started, I am the first to admit I am not organized whatsoever. (laughs) So I know for me, if I had to be one of those parents, like you guys, where you have like a binder full, like if she had to add on anything else, I would be completely lost. (laughs) <laughs> like I couldn't keep the binder. It would have pages sticking out like my binder in high school did. I 100%. Trust like my me, calendar. Your, binder, your binder, even if you get it put together eventually, because it always should be updated and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to be things all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you always have to kind of step back. And I always tell people, you know, every year just kind of try to sit down, do an update, and then you'll stay on top of things. So that binder always yeah. can grows. And then I found as I had my daughter working with other residential support aides or community aides, they were adding things in and saying, you know, like this really helps or this doesn't. And it just becomes a useful tool, not only for the family and for the people that live in their world, but for the support people that are coming into the progress as well. So, yeah, no, I love it. Cause like before she has a therapy appointment, the night before I lie in bed and I go through everything that I need to say. And then I don't say half of it when I get there. Right. Or I think, Oh, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And then I sit there and I don't absorb what the therapist is saying either. Cause I'm thinking because you're trying to think of all these yeah. things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. These, yes. And you guys have like, we don't as an organization organization, like we can be there from diagnosis onward, but yeah. we don't have a template to say, this is what it's going to look like, you know, yeah. it's sort of like, you're kind of like, Oh, okay, well, what's going to happen. But you guys with the survival guy can give parents something to hold, look at. And I think that that's so even me looking at it, I was like, Oh, what a relief. Like, yes, we <laughs> found uh, talking with PDD and talking with FSCD. Like yeah. I, I talked to my workers and stuff like that. And he knows my process. He's like, you're always so over paperwork. He's like, you're wonderful. I've never had to like question that you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great. And he's like, you are the whole that people are missing because we give them all the information, we give them the resources, and then we send them along the way. And then yeah. parents get way too overwhelmed. That's the problem. Yeah, and then they right? shut down. Mm-hmm. They yeah. shut so down. I always yeah. like to use the analogy that receiving a diagnosis is like WebMD. Oh, where you yeah. go on, you put in your couple of things and it comes back with like thousands. And that's what a diagnosis is. You get the diagnosis and you get handed so many items yeah, and you just don't know what to do with them. And then you get overwhelmed and anxious and sad and totally. angry. And, and then you shut down and shutting down is the absolute worst thing you can ever do mm-hmm. I mean don't get me wrong I've done it <laughs> yeah. we're allowed to shut down once in a while <laughs> we are allowed to shut down but you don't make progress that way yeah. right so no that's very true that is very the, true yeah one of the main ideas behind the book was to give people a, a good starting overview point. yeah without overwhelming them yeah right so yeah. like when we have people approach us too and they're like, hey, I've never written an ad, right? And let's use that as an example. Mm-hmm. It's something where I can go, okay, so this is the thought process behind me creating an ad. These are the things you want to think about. This is an example ad. 
Mm-hmm. And then we can sit down with them at that point. Once I've sent them away, I call it their homework. I send them away and, and we look at each other and we go, okay, so how can we help them yeah. get going? Yeah. So while they're doing homework, we're trying to figure out all the little back end details that'll fall into place. And usually this book just kind of makes it flow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It ties it all together and it's so relatable. And I think that it's, you know, of course, you know, organizations want parents coming to them, but it's also like, I don't know, there's something about going to another parent and just kind of starting that. And then also like with your, at the end of the book with all your facts and, and the, do you ever feel guilty? And yeah, you say, Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh yes. (laughs) Yes. And I think when and we were the first person to use the most colorful language too. Yeah. We're just yes. like, oh yeah. Yes. Cause, and that's reality. And I think that parents can look at that and go, oh, thank God there's somebody that, you know, it's just mm-hmm, relatable. Yeah. It's just relatable and comfortable. Well, and the, the thing with a lot of places is they come at a diagnosis from a business yeah. aspect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's not that that isn't a good thing, but um, it's we, needed. It's needed, but we come at it from a parental aspect. Yes, who yeah. we've been in the trenches and dug. Not through. to say they might have not. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, exactly. Of course, but yeah. But when but, you work for an organization, yeah, it's you have to come at it as a business mm-hmm. sense. We're yeah. we're coming in it going. We're parents. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, this is what our little business is going to be, and how can we help you? Yeah. that way well, because I totally we want to be your first people in your support team if you don't want to if you don't have a support team yeah. yes because you make friends and we're coming in as your support team and yeah. we tell them you can either drop us down the road once you've built your own little support team or you can stay with us and we'll continue to be a support team yeah. for you yeah and that's what we want because a lot of times those businesses can't they have just, that connection they don't have time for it either yeah. right like exactly and our whole idea is just to be like parent to parents where, you know, we have the option to do that because our kids are getting a little bit older now. Yeah. Right. So, right. and I found too, like a lot of parents that I've worked with are now where their kids are at the same age as mine and they want to help other people. Mm-hmm. So then that's going to be our foundation is we have parents helping parents yep. and been there. Right. And then that yep. way it's always staying fresh. The information that we're always getting is is there, right? And so yep. we're able to continue that ball rolling where some places get stale with their information. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to places where um, there's been resource binders to get supports and aids, but half of those aids have either moved on or doing it exactly. anymore. Mm-hmm. And those binders never get changed out. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's always looking for those new ways of connecting people and, and being a support team. Yep, exactly. Carlos, do you remember your mom's experience with I was any of ba- this? I was very little when, when she was going with me. But I mean, what I do remember is what she comments to me now when I am, well, since I was 20 years old, I kind of talked to my mom about it even beforehand. But she used to say that she would have wished that she had a, a support group, a parent support group that she would relate to it. Because at the time that I was born, which it was, in 1984, there wasn't that much um, resources or even parents who were related Mm -hmm. to the situation going on, right? So she had to basically deal with it on on her own and also with the support of family, right? So it is is great to have a good support of family, but if you don't, there are some, some individuals out there who don't have the support of the family. So, uh, what Jessica and Julia are doing, which is gathering together parents together, they become like family for them because they don't have the family support, right? Uh, so uh, in, in my mom's case, thankfully, she did have the support of, of my grandparents and, and mm-hmm. you know, and my, and my dad, you know, who was with her and who, who is with her now, thankfully, and is still mm-hmm. supporting, um, well, 
we're all pretty much adults now, so she's basically relieved she can go and. and, and, and oh, and, even when they're adults, we still think about our kids. Uh, you're, you're right. Mine's yeah. in that transition process. That, that's yep. what she, that's what she told me. Even when you're an adult, you're always going to be my baby. And right for for us, we're it's kind of annoying to me, but it's true. I know. You're, you're, it's, it's true. We're always going to be. Uh, yeah. mom in mom's radar all the time right but yeah. um that's the way that's the way it is but yeah i think i think what you guys are doing is just fantastic because it's it's and it's it's different because each of you deal with the disability the disability different like mm -hmm. my mom deals with my disability different than julia had and what jessica had you know what i mean so yeah. but at some point there's a relation there's a relation point there's a link point that they both relate relate to each other and they can support with each other right so, exactly you right? nailed it so yeah. in, in in my mom's case she didn't feel well i might be wrong on this one and i hope she correct me if i am but she didn't feel <laughs> she didn't feel that she had that support as much as she she should have had. She did have some friends with, with uh, a physical disability as well as mine, but the physical disability that they had was so far away from mine. Yeah. But, but what she, what she felt related is the sometimes the, the when as when, as a mother you have to take care of your kid so wholeheartedly all the time that sometimes you get burned out, right? Yeah. Just as you guys said, you need sometimes you gotta be. You got to shut down, right? And, yeah. And at some point, she felt like she was shutting down, right? Or that she needed to shut down. And that's yeah. when my dad came into, that's when my grandparents came into it. Mm -hmm. So then they, they will be able to help in that in that sense, right? So, yeah. yeah. And for a lot of people, it takes time for those family members too sometimes. Because mm -hmm. um, like with myself, I don't have much in the way of family. And it wasn't until I met my husband that I was starting to get some support. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until I actually met Jessica in school that I actually started having the support systems around me where I could like cry on their shoulders and go, I, I can't do this anymore. Cause you can't always do that to your, your partner or whatever, but you know, you can turn to your best friend and go, I'm ready to kill a child. <laughs> like, yeah, no offense. I'm not yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I can't do this anymore. What do I do? And I'm at wit's end. And all those lovely things that are just in you come yeah. out, yeah. even if you don't mean it sometimes. It just, yeah. it's there. It's raw emotions. And at the end of it, you're like, okay, I'm thanks. Good. I'm good. I'm back yeah. on track. It's <laughs> true. Let's yeah. get back into the process. But I can sometimes do this. it's needed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm part of a, like I'm a stepmom. So I'm part of a Canadian stepmom support group. Nice. Oh, like saved my life, like absolutely saved my life. And now as the kids are getting older, I'm in that position now where I do pop in and go, Oh, I've been through that. Here's yep. kind yeah. of what I did, but I can't imagine if I didn't have that support and be able to go into that space and actually say like, I love them, but I really don't like them right now. And yeah. I want them out of my house. But yeah, it was exactly. Like, everybody understood that as long yeah. as no, every, I respected them, loved them, gave them whatever they needed yeah. to survive. But after that, it was okay if I didn't click, you know, yeah. if there wasn't that click with all of them. And yeah, it is nice to know that there's other people that understand that yeah. and don't judge you. Yeah, we're saying, you know, because a lot of people go, how could you say that about a child? It's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, and like, I find that unless you're living through it, or mm -hmm. you're very close to someone who is living through it, um, it's very hard to understand. Yeah, on a personal level right and a lot so, of times parents will hide it too from the yeah, people absolutely. that are around them absolutely. because they know they'll lose those those friends and those families and stuff like that that don't want to deal with that or mm -hmm. are like single and don't have kids and don't understand any of that yeah. right and it's it's I found a lot of times they turn around when they come back and then they have kids and and so you're like, like oh sorry okay well <laughs> let me support you let me let you get you through this so you don't have to go yep. through what I did and they're like how did you do it well here you go <laughs> oh I always was told oh well you 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 got yourself into it you married someone with kids right? it was like yeah but I didn't know that there was going to be this with it and this with it and yeah. how mm -hmm. hard it would actually be so it's like I didn't sign up for 
all of the drama. I didn't yeah. sign up for that. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. it is. And then, yeah, have a friend who ends up meeting someone with kids and then goes, ha, sorry about that time. I, <laughs> right. <No. laughs> yeah. <It's> a, <laughs> sorry about that time. I said what I said when I was this way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've learned. And the little flower basket. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's yep. right. <laughs> So what do you guys do for the old self-care when you need? I know sometimes that's a term that gets better around. That I am some base. But um, <laughs> well, because I have seven, I also am a stepmom as well. So ah. I totally understand oh, that. Wow. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um my self-care is is different than Shelly's, but mm -hmm. I I literally have to force myself to do it daily yeah. um just because my kids are exhausting oh sure <laughs> so I get up super early in the morning like 5 6 a.m ah. um and I do my meditation I have mm -hmm. my coffee you know I snuggle with my dogs um I I just go do, outside hide in the yeah. garage that's my favorite I, I hide in the garage <laughs> sometimes you know I'll I'll do crafts um I have a very wide variety of things that I jump from mm -hmm. time to time but yeah. overall every day the morning is mine before yeah. I wake my kids mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't morning people that's yeah. fine you can do it at night I'm, too no. if you'd like mm -hmm. um, she's yeah. up before me and I'm like go back to bed yeah there's no I not I've thought about it because I've heard a lot of people say like the morning you should yeah. try and I'm like I cannot no. because I would just get my alarm would go off and I'd be like I don't have to and I would just turn it off and go back to bed yeah what you I would do it at night too it yeah. works I mean there's yeah, a I few, do it at night time few mornings I've missed and I just do it at night but like 5 a.m I'm messaging Shelly hey we need to get this done and here's this part and here's this part and she's like <laughs> go back to bed and I'm like nope not a chance <laughs> yep you're ready to go especially on the weekend that drives me crazy because it's oh. like my down times yes and I'm like go back to bed mm -hmm. no I am not looking at this and I'll throw the covers on my head and she's like I know you're under those covers I'm like yep no, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and then totally. she'll get like the TikTok memes and stuff and like I'll make something just for her and she's just like really <laughs> yeah oh, this morning's that. one was really good I think yeah <laughs> oh, I'll have to go find. I'm on TikTok a lot. That's kind oh, of my I mental. Hit that one that just goes to her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do. <laughs> I get private ones. Yes. Oh, you do I private. I agree. Yeah, not always appropriate. <laughs> TikTok is my mental break. I started watching right. a lady who makes cups like tumblers and she does the alcohol inks. Oh, nice. And I see a ton of them, but there's this one specific lady that I'm just like, I love you. And I just, she just made, I just sit there and I watch her. She does lives every night doing these right. cups and I just watch her. And those can just as breaks. Yeah. yeah. Like, as long as it relaxes you, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For me, my, just... for me, my daughter was, was very high needs. Um, she was mm -hmm. always like, mom, 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 mom. She was like Stewie. <laughs> um, and, and she was constantly like she would be in the bathroom with me if I didn't lock the doors and stuff like that yeah. when she was younger mm -hmm. um and then she would just sit outside the door so <laughs> and talk to me so I um I, I developed a routine especially after meeting my husband because they're both very there all the time yeah. um, I would literally take my speaker I would take my phone, I would take a cup of coffee or wine, depending on what time of the day it was, and I would hide out in the bathroom in the bathtub in a nice warm bath, and I'd turn that radio right up so I couldn't hear anybody <laughs> else but the music yes. and my own thoughts. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to that's a good way to do it. Right. Maybe yeah. I'll start maybe I'll start doing that in the shower or something. Just put it's good. I, I used to sing. I used to sing in the shower yeah. to drown them out, but then she got louder and louder. <laughs> they so find I was a like, way. no, they I got to do something. Yeah. yeah. So when she saw mom take the speaker into the bathroom, she knew that was just, eventually she knew that was mom's time. So yeah. <laughs> that be boundaries. out as a training aid. <laughs> yeah, you need that. Yeah. 
You have to do that and make it known, you know, like that's what I always say. If my book is open, your mouth is shut. Yeah. You know, then, you know, just please stop. (laughs) Don't need to see that video. Don't need to get you a glass of water. Just yeah. Let me be. It's, it's mom's time. Yes, so, exactly. When I when I used to be little, I used to see my mom um, handling too many things at once. Yeah. You know, going to physio, uh, going to work, going to physio, going to work, going to physio, and and so so it's like it's like handling too many things at once. So with Jessica and 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 uh, you, Shelly, what's uh, how did you guys manage to to work? And also take care of your of your ch- children. Children. I mean, one of you have seven, and the other one has, you know. And so I'm like, my mom had enough with me. Just uh, this exactly. is not a, a bad thing for my mom because she's she's great, fantastic. But she had she had she had her moments with me, you know. Yep. And and she, and I mean. I cannot imagine having seven on top of that. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> and she's got uh, three dogs too. <laughs> and, and dogs too. <laughs> so what what are you, how, how do you feel? Like I know you you just talk about your downtime, but how do you manage uh, going to, for treatment with your kids if you're still going for treatments and then working at the same time or doing those things at or the school same time? or something or with school. your daughter? Um, I tried to work, but then I would get calls at work constantly and I kept losing jobs left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of job places don't, they say they're family orientated yeah. until things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after losing job after job, after job, and then trying to do everything else that I needed to for my daughter, um, I just made a choice to say, you know what, I'm gonna find jobs where I can work from home type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I found like I worked for a storage place um, and that was where I lived um, mm-hmm. because they brought me in as a, a manager. And then it was a matter of teaching my daughter, these are my work hours. And yeah. nine times out of 10, it really, after she got into school and stuff like that, it worked out because my work hours would be her school hours, mm-hmm. but she grew up with me always being home mm-hmm. um, because I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold a job. I couldn't keep a job. And even still mm-hmm. today, she's an adult, but I still consistently get calls from her because, um, her, her aides can't be there 24 hours a day. Yeah. And, and, um, we're trying to teach her the independent aspect and stuff, but I still have to be available. I still have to do that. And eventually I'm training and hoping that it'll flourish and grow where she won't always need that consistency and it's getting better mm-hmm. but as parents with young kids thankfully a lot of them have the the partnership but mm-hmm. but those single parents that don't oh, a lot yes. of times they struggle so, they struggle hard so I was a single mom um when I first met Shelly yep. in school I was um a single mom of five and pregnant with my sixth mm-hmm. and um me and my youngest he's now my husband so me and my husband didn't live together at that time and so it was just me at home with the kids and um I I was very lucky I had some very good friends who mm-hmm. you know were willing to come to my house and watch my <laughs> and watch my special needs kids and yeah um you know essentially they were doing it for free based on the amount of money I could actually pay them yeah um and so I was very very lucky that way uh and I was able to stay home the majority of the time with mine up until they started in actual school but then when they hit actual school there was the phone calls and they mm-hmm. need to pick your kid up and mm-hmm. yeah and so um the few jobs that I have had like I'm a certified healthcare aide mm-hmm. so I have been lucky enough to work um home base after my education for that yeah. mm-hmm. and so I can essentially pick my own hours and days 
Um, so it was really just about finding something that was beneficial for me financially mm-hmm. and having the ability to be there for the kids when they needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it exactly. is very, very hard to do though. Uh, mo- most of the jobs right now are like eight to four or nine mm-hmm. to five. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and like Shelly said, they say they're family oriented until you have to drop your job and go because your special needs child Mm -hmm. has gotten himself in trouble or is sick or you know whatever the case might be yeah Um, we're hoping to to get out there more and stuff and and let businesses know that you know not going to work for every business but you know the ones that you can it makes a huge difference in Mm -hmm. not only your business but for your workers Um, and that makes a huge difference and it makes Mm -hmm. life happier for both of you (laughs) Um, I'm currently at a place right now that I was lucky enough even though she's out of the house they're like if you need time for your daughter you just go just go go. yeah sign out go and I'm like I'm lucky to have that but there's very very few places that do that yeah Um, and I think it's going to get better with the the social media aspect that businesses are now adopting i'm yes. hoping it's going to get better yes um i see that trend going that way and so i really like from the bottom of my heart hope that that businesses yeah. realize that that can there can be that relationship and and in, in their employees and yeah and like I mean, it doesn't necessarily affect you as a worker having special mm-hmm. needs kids. Like, you know, it, as long as you have everything in place, and that's another thing. And right? your work is getting yeah. done. And your work is getting yeah. done. They, yeah. Parents of special needs can be extremely beneficial. Absolutely. We're very organized. We're very organized. Uh, we work hard. Yes. Absolutely. And we, are, we are. We're very organized and mm-hmm. we know how to get things done because mm-hmm. that's our life 24 Very motivated. Yes. We, 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 we are motivated to get mm-hmm. out there and work. Absolutely. Nine times out of 10, we want that. That's Absolutely. our break. That's Absolutely. your break. That, it, it's that's, so true, that though. That is your break. Uh, yeah. And it's true. You got to always. My mom was very organized. She's still very organized. So, so I don't know how you guys do it, including my mother. That you guys are always organized, putting everything organized, putting time. And like you said, you guys need that time to be a little bit away from your kid, so you yeah. give yourself some time away, a breather, as I, as I say, from the kid, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but we can be a handful, including myself. <laughs> Well, not yeah. right now. Not right now. You're a hand- you can, but give yourself times. credit. You you seem like a very organized, very on top of it kind of person too. So, <laughs> with me, um, I, uh, somewhat. No. The clock hit four thirty today, and I was like, "Where are you?" No, well, but that's okay. Well, that was my daughter's grilled out too. We're all allowed that. I was, I was, I was outside doing a presentation. Yeah, that's he what... had a presentation to do. He's working. It's that's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine but yeah yeah, no it's true though you you just and it reminded me when I saw the the survival guide it did remind me of when my daughter was just about a year old and we were living here in Edmonton but then we were moving to Calgary for my husband's work and I was like well I don't have a job and then I don't want to leave her with some strangers in a new city and I was like panicking. So my husband's like, well, why don't you have a day home? You can just have a couple kids and you stay home with her. And I was like, I don't know the first thing. And I ended up finding like this place that had just everything. It was the template, Mm -hmm. just like what you guys are providing, but it was for, here's how you open a day home. Here's all the forms you need. Here's this. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was like, (laughs) I can do this. And I did it for a couple of years. And then I was like, I'm done. And then I was like, I'm not putting her in daycare until she can talk and tell me what's going on. (laughs) And then, you know, it kind of went on from there, but, and now I'm lucky that, you know, CP Alberta, I mean, it is like, I can say I need to go and they're like, yeah. 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 (laughs) You you meet a few good places and you hold on to them. (laughs) Oh, I'm so thankful. You know, like we just were returning to the office and I was like, 
Well, but then spring break is coming and my daughter's 11, so she can stay home a, for a little while, but yeah, that's exactly. Okay. And yeah. then, but then I know that I would be able to say, I'm going to work from home this week. And they'd be like, okay, you yeah. know, and I am a dedicated worker. Like I, yeah. this job is a big part of my life and I'm happy for that. But I mean, if there wasn't that balance, I mean, I don't think I could. There's, there's times Ooh. where I broke down because I would just start a job and then couple of weeks later it'd be like lost and I'm like that's like me like in November um I had a really good job at a veterinary clinic because I've had two knee surgeries so I I can only do health care aid so much now Mm -hmm. and the aspects of it are are very iffy with my knee but um I had a really good job in a veterinary clinic I loved it it was awesome and then my youngest, who is my highest special needs um, child, his health declined. And it got to a point where like I had to remove all of his medications and mm-hmm. like completely reset him. reset him and start all over. And I had to quit my job. I had only been there a yeah. couple of months, um, but it kind of worked out though. Cause that is one of the reasons this book is even completed because right. I needed a way to uh, communicate better with his school on medication changes, things that are going on, appointments, the whole nine yards. Yeah, um, that's book two. That's book two now. Though. <laughs> 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 um, but when I went to Shelly and I was like, hey, what do you think about making a book specific to communicate with school? She's like, no, no. She's like, let's do one better. Let's first. do this. <laughs> And so that's yep. ultimately me having to leave my, my most recent job is, has been like the best thing ever. Yes. This book you has, find your purpose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You do. And then, you know, when you find where you're supposed to be, it just happens very quickly and yeah, you get really thrown into it. And I quite <laughs> like it too, because the parents that come to us know that we're parents Yeah, and we're yes, not going to yes. be like, where you approach a resource center and you're like, I need all the answers Yeah, where they come to us and we're like, okay, you know what? Let's find it together yes. because I might have not have that answer. Yeah. And they're, they're more, they're more open to that because mm-hmm. then you can come up with a, like a lot of different things at that point, instead of just somebody saying, here, go to this one where if somebody gives like a resource place gives you that it might be overwhelmed already and might oh, not be absolutely. taking people and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where we can research a bunch of ideas and say, okay, let's walk us through. Are you getting in step. here? How are you mm-hmm. going with this one? And yeah. 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 No, I love it. Even down to the visual cue cards you guys have in there. And yeah. I mean that alone, it's like, you look at it, it's like, oh, like, that's great. Like just yeah. you guys have thought of, and I know there's so much more, but you've things. really, thought of a lot so anybody listening if you need like we'll be telling everybody to get this book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a I think my scariest part was uh, uh the end one where it's like you know as a mother who didn't have very much in the way of family support and when mm-hmm. I leave this earth what's going to happen with my daughter and stuff like that yeah it was my doctor who handed me this little yellow book and the first page in it was write a, a letter to your write a letter to um, your child as if you were as if you left the earth. That was the very first page, uh-huh. and it shocked me. And I'm like, I am never doing this to any other parent. I'm like, I was not ready for that. I was expecting to open this book and have the processes like from beginning to end. And yeah, no, that letter it was just like Whoa. I started bawling and I shut down and I closed that book. It took me months, months to I read can the book. Imagine. And I was just like, oh my God, because at that time I was going through health issues and we weren't too sure if I was going to make it and stuff like that. And, and then it kickstarted me and I'm like, oh yeah. God, I got to start thinking yeah. about these things. So my husband and I oh, went no. out and did our wills and it yeah. kickstarted me, but I'm like, Mm, I, I don't want to do that to somebody, but I want to put a little gentle reminder in there. Yes. That have to start thinking about this. <laughs> and then we're going to create another book that if you are at that point, you're not going to see it right away. You can just like, come yes. And we will gently push you in there. Exactly. <laughs> well, it is. It's yeah. You have to think about that. And I know like that yeah. is probably one of the most scary. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
at every point you'll hit those scary, scary little roadblocks that could yep. shut you down. And it's a matter of how you do this. So it doesn't. Yep. Did you end up writing that letter yet? Or you haven't write it yet? I started uh, and it changes. It changes. So yeah. I've kept a little, I've kept a little box uh-huh. and I actually have made it a thing now. So I, I actually sit down and I write my daughter as she's growing letters mm-hmm. and I let her know, like, you've uh-huh. hit this milestone today and I'm absolutely proud of you. And, you know, I want you to keep like, she went through a really hard time where she was feeling really depressed after leaving our house and transitioning to her own. She got really depressed. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wrote a letter just stating, you know, always keep your, your smiles and your laughter and don't let the world get you down. And so it's almost yeah. become a, like a little journal book that when I, when I leave this world, she's going to get yeah. a bunch of these little love letters. I call them now, instead of the big, scary <laughs> death letter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And that's what it's become for me. It's become yeah. a way for me to get my emotions and my, my feelings out that I want to tell her that, you know, I ne- don't necessarily tell, I tell her a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't maybe necessarily tell her everything. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure that like, um, I, I just, I write letters as if I'm imagining things and I put mm-hmm. in today, I imagined you were at your wedding or something like that. So wow. I, completely, awesome. I completely avoid the whole thing. Just avoid it. Some people do. It <laughs> yeah. took me a long time to get into that process. But after I found, I had, to, I've been revived a few times. So I've, I've had to you, find yeah. a process and a way to deal with things um, that really scare me. And, mm-hmm. and that's something that completely terrifies me what's going to happen to my daughter when I leave because Mm -hmm. I know she's she's amazing and she's going to do well but I still have that mother connection right and I still have that that fear for my child and I know it drives her crazy um probably just like (laughs) you with your mom you're like mom mom (laughs) yeah but um it's it's a way for me to kind of feel okay with things Mm -hmm. yeah it's like a therapeutic it is in a way it is yeah I don't journal I don't do anything but that seemed to have become my way of communicating with her especially because I went through a really bad empty nester she's Mm -hmm. been a part of my life every day 24 hours a day um and when she left home I was freaking out I was calling Jess constantly I was I was crying on her shoulder and then (laughs) she came in and she like looked after her for the first little while so that kind of eased it a little bit for me yeah she was my daughter's aide for a while and and she's like you know she is doing really good um these are things she needs to work on and so she helped me through that kind of fear um and getting to know that I can really kind of start talking to my workers and saying okay you know what I kind of fear this and I'm Mm -hmm. a little worried about this and then they become your support to help communicate as well Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah, and I haven't hit that stage yet because my kids are still young mm-hmm. <laughs> like my, my special needs ones are well my oldest he's one of them but he's graduated school and and moved yeah. on and then my second one who is also a special needs um their needs are very minimal though so mm-hmm. they're not too bad but the other ones are um nine and ten still okay. so I, I still have a lot of years to yes go. <laughs> you do a lot of years <laughs> Yeah. Yep, you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes me cry. Mm. I know. Oh. I know. I hear you. It's like they're what? They'll, they'll get there though. They will. In they will get there. Exactly. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Time yeah. does fly. Time does fly. Yes. I remember myself looking at my 14 years old, and then I'm like, oh, it's gonna take a while until I get 30. Oh. You already reached 37. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's very fast. Okay. Can I ask a question? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How was it for you transitioning out of like mom's home into Oof. your um, own life? <laughs> I spoke about it in a different podcast in Spanish, oh. actually. I told them because I got interviewed in Mexico when I was born in Mexico. And uh, so, if in a very young age, I used to be like, Mom, I want to go go somewhere to live somewhere. I want to jump and just leave leave you. But not because I <laughs> not not, be, not because not because I don't like you. It's because I I want to be independent, right? So yeah. it was a huge thing. And I 
my my response to to your question was, I had to grow up on my own. I had yeah. to mature. I had to mature on my own because, yes, you have your parents that are eight thousand miles away or four thousand miles away, and but you have them on the phone, and yes, you have them on WhatsApp now. You have them on 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 you know on FaceTime, but. When, yeah. I, when I first came to Canada, there was no FaceTime. No. There was, there was no WhatsApp. I came to Canada when I was 19 in 2003. Uh, WhatsApp came along in like five or six, like four or five years later, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it a whole like, new world after that. Yeah. It's, it's a whole new world. So it's like, I had to grow up on my own. I had to learn how to, how to wash my clothes on my own. I had to learn how to cook basic things on my own don't ask me to cook a gourmet dinner because i will burn, <laughs> i will i will burn it <laughs> so, i always tell i always tell my daughter as long, if you cook me mac and cheese i'm i'm happy that's fine <laughs> that, that, that's what we know how to do perfectly fine mac and cheese yep. and rice but anything else gourmet dinner it's a little bit <laughs> it's a little challenging you know but but I am, I had to grow on my own and, and, yeah. and it was hard. It was really hard because at some point you feel alone, but yeah. at the same time, you know that you always have your mom uh, and your dad on the other end of the line. And, mm -hmm. but unfortunately I didn't have them two hours away where they can come and grab a vehicle and get here. So yeah. it, that's why I get related to you when it comes to your parents' program where you grab your parents and they become a community i my friends became my family my friends oh, here yeah. my friend my friends here became family and my work my work family became family as well i rescued him on the I, side of the road I, when his credit this, broke this, i've i've <laughs> yeah Le leah had rescued me uh elizabeth my boss has rescued me uh, jo jo joanne has rescued me a couple of times like everybody had 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 some sort of their own little little pinch of salt there to, to kind of help me out a little and mm -hmm. they have become family because you don't have your family close by right unfortunately yeah. uh you still have them like yeah. on the phone like i said mm -hmm. and i still have a good relationship with them yeah. um uh, always but it's it's been tough very yeah. very tough it's yeah it was tough yeah. but it's been it's very rewarding very rewarding for yes. for my mom and for myself so yes I'm, my I'm, I'm learning now the the rewards of it and and I guess the one struggle that I find a lot of parents that come to me lately is some of them are in that that period where their children are transitioning and they're starting to have those mm -hmm. those arguments and the behaviors and and things that go with with their child wanting to become independent yeah. and I'm like you know that was one of the hardest things for me to to go through and I love hearing the child's point of view now too, because I know yeah. my daughter, her and I, like we fought tooth and nail right near the end there where she was trying to become more independent because we gradually worked it up so she would eventually be on her, her in her own place. Yeah. And um, you could see that it was coming. Otherwise it would have been a totally different story. It would have been a lot of tears and heartbreak and then possibly maybe us not being as close as we are mm -hmm. because I was trying to hold on so much. And that, and that's where having a, a good aid or a good friend yes. or a good support yeah. comes in too. Like there was so many times that I had to yell at Shelly just to, to stop and let me deal with yeah. um, her daughter because the two of them would just butt heads so bad. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I would either have to remove her daughter or remove her. Clean up your room. You yes. don't live here anymore. This is my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just would be like ding ding ding. Yeah. Yeah. I was Aww. literally a referee. I mean, but it, that's what you need when they're going through that independent yeah. stage, mm -hmm. right? You need someone who to talk to who is well, not That's just not. to talk to, but someone who's on the outside of looking it, in, looking in an unbiased opinion yes. that has um, a sense of understanding both points of view, right? right? Like it's yeah. literally almost like counseling in a sense, yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to mm -hmm. be able to understand the child's point of view and, yes. and the parent's point yeah. of view, but then you have to separate them and be like, okay, well, your child wants to do this 
but can you come I, to a compromise yeah it's a lot of compromising it, yeah it's not easy to be compromised because even with when i was doing my transition from from home to here there was a lot of butt butt-headed with with my parents as well yeah. and mm-hmm. it's still up to this day sometimes there's a lot of buttheads going on with the transition because even if your parents are miles and miles away they still want to have some sort of a control situation. Not, not trying to say control, but some kind of, you know, being there, mm-hmm. I'm there, and I'm kind of, I'm your, I'm your mom, and I'm your dad, and this is yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no. Uh, like, I understand your point of view, but I'm an adult now. Yeah. So let's, mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's compromise. And, and it, it is not easy to compromise, but it is, no. it is, it is it is it is a work in progress like i said yeah. compromising with each other right so. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it really it really is yeah well and and as a parent of special needs you're so used to being there and they're everything <laughs> yes it's got yeah. like protection advocacy mm-hmm. um everything that they could ever need medically everything they need educationally like the list just goes on and on mm-hmm. and it's 24 7 for you know, however many years as a parent to just like one Let day, one day cut all those ties. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's mm-hmm. a process that has to be done in little, little steps, little steps. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know there's, there's times where my daughter, she's like, she does fine. And I don't hear from her for a while. And then she'll pull me and she's like, you can tell when she's lonely and you can tell when she's like, I need things done and I just need to talk. And I had this happen and she'll, she'll just lay it. And then she's like, mom, can I come home? (laughs) (laughs) Come home. (laughs) I got the room there for you. Yeah. 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 Well, Carlos, do you want to ask the question or do you want me to ask the question? <laughs> you can ask the question. Yeah. I'll, I'll let it to you. <laughs> the question. The question. <laughs> do you feel that you live life without limits or what is your idea? It's kind of our exploration of what life without limits means. And we're learning so much about how it means something different for everybody. So in your perspective, are you living life without limits? Are you still waiting to start living your life without limits? <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> wow. That's, you know what? I don't know. That's why I wanted to look at you because know. you've got the seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might not be living your life. There's a lot of limiting yeah. there. <laughs> so I wouldn't say that I limit my life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even though I have, seven kids and three dogs and my house is 24 7 chaos um I always try to explore Mm -hmm. new things new education new opportunities um well and like this whole book thing the survival guide you know a lot of the things that um I've had to deal with in the last little while, like being on the news and, you know, um, yes. it, I wouldn't say I live with limits. I think my, my possibilities are limitless mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. long as I'm willing to be open and learn. Yeah. Does what that make specific? sense? Yeah. I love yes, that. Absolutely. <laughs> that was absolutely. really hard to explain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did a really good job. for me um it's it's not so much living life without limits um I've lived on my own since I was like 14 somewhere in there (laughs) or younger Mm -hmm. um and so I didn't have parents I didn't have anything so there was not much in the way of limits so I've learned to explore my life I've learned Mm -hmm. to look towards any opportunity with open eyes and explore that opportunity that comes to me um i've taught my daughter in the way of reach for the stars Mm -hmm. um only you are your biggest downfall your biggest limit yeah and because all along she's been told you're never going to speak um you're not going to be able to do this you're not going to be able to do that and 
through the whole thing, I'm like, honey, look how far you are now. Like you can ask her, my daughter doesn't stop talking. <laughs> she learned it was gone. It was. Um, yep. I so think it's gone. not living life without limits. It's exploring the possibilities that are out there yeah. and keeping your eyes open to the world. Yeah. And that's how I love to live my life. Um, mm-hmm. There's no, people say sky's a limit. No, no, yeah. there's no limits unless you place the limits on you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, there's people that, you know, have been told no so often mm-hmm. and that they can't do something so often. Mm-hmm. And my daughter is like growing through school. She's like, I want to be a girl that can show the world things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you awesome. can't be that That's girl. Awesome. Yeah. And so um yeah life with no limits um Mm -hmm. and do what you can and Mm -hmm. explore the things that you think you can't even if there could be a possibility that you can you can possibly do it so yeah reach for the stars (laughs) I love that that is amazing I love that I very much love that very much love that that was a great (laughs) answer thank you thank you ladies that was thank you very, that was one of the best answers ever, I think, <laughs> I would say, from both of you, because I think every since episode one, season one, to episode four, season two, there's been, like, so many different changes and answers on Life Without yeah. Limits, and it's always awesome to, to hear different perspectives, and probably yours are the most similar to what I live my life without yeah. limits, which is reaching for the stars, Mm-hmm. And, and reaching and nothing is impossible yeah. uh, nothing is impossible from childhood to to now and even mm-hmm. before before you after your dad nothing is impossible right <laughs> right, no, right? right. <laughs> nothing, nothing no. is this impossible. is a container <laughs> yes. a container that holds everything else and when it's free it's free but yeah no I was told that I couldn't have my daughter and then I had my daughter and, mm-hmm. and then yeah it's it's been like one thing after another yeah. um and I've always been told I was a chameleon so I can fit into any situation and that's because I live the life that I, I yep. live it so yeah exactly there you go yeah, well, I love that. Well, thank you thank you so much does anybody, Leah, do you have any more questions? Answers? No, I'm just um, really excited to have parents find this, this book. I really think that it's going to be one of those things where parents see it and go, oh, it's just like a relief. I think it's going to take a lot of weight off their shoulders. We do have a sure- new website that's going up where people awesome. will be able to book online with us now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and perfect. then we have like a little SaaS program in, in, the the works it's going to be a little workshop that's yeah. based on the book a four-part and we'll workshop. help people go through that mm-hmm. so oh yeah. perfect and you've got the facebook group too mm-hmm. which yeah. i'm part and, of yeah and we do have we just started like a private group for um aids to connect aids with to connect with parents oh, right and, and parents excellent to try it. so that one is growing quite quickly actually i bet it well. is yeah um yeah. and we do have our GoFundMe going. Yes, that's right. Yep. Which is to like, because the idea is to be able to give these resources, our resources at no cost to people Mm -hmm. um, and put on our SaaS workshop that will be coming up in the next couple of months at no cost as well. And it includes like all the materials for your binder, plus a workbook, plus um, you know, four sessions with me and Shelly together mm-hmm. and like, it's going to be huge and awesome. We're so excited. We can't wait oh, to that's finish so it. Great. I'll um, make sure all the information is in the, sh- in the show notes for people to find. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where the- they can find you guys and get connected with all yeah do you have to be a parent to be a part of this workshop (laughs) no actually no No. um so it's funny because the workbook that um i set up for my daughter a while back ago similar to the one that we've done here she still uses it today and now she's incorporated that into her own life and she's built her own Mm -hmm. sheets and stuff like that and so even as the child they've she's used it um and she 
falls back on it constantly because I've helped her with schooling organization and stuff like that. Um, it can even be for support workers. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of support say. workers who've come to me yeah. for it. Yes. As, mm-hmm. as a health care aide, I've used the workbook binder and not the one that we have like out for people to purchase but when we put one together we yeah. put together very similar with all the same information um i've used it with other clients of mine i use mm-hmm. it at home with my special needs kids like mm-hmm. it, it's literally the bible yeah and wow. i've had some workbooks oh. <laughs> i've had i've had actually support workers come back to me and say you know i went to my other um kids place and that and um we changed her whole binder and mom was like oh (laughs) and so yeah it's for anybody who thinks that you know you can use like can use this information anybody can support someone with any aspect of special needs right right there's no specific special needs or disability yeah we don't focus on that because um it's a very yeah. open, very general workbook that, you know, maybe some of it you can't use, but there's other pieces that yeah, you for can sure. and, and that's fine, whatever. Um, we but- made it very specific for, you know, the process mm-hmm. because right. we all tend to go through that same process of, of P, uh, puff funding and FSCD and, and yep. PDD and AH and, and, and approaching or little aspects of it. Right. And then yep. approaching your schools and stuff. So it's very generalized to that process. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to you to make it specific you. to you yeah so yeah. if somebody has cerebral palsy or somebody has adhd or behavioral things that's where those questionnaires will be yeah. more specific specific for you right yeah, and exactly. it's just the general organization of everything mm-hmm. yeah. and where to kind of start because you know sometimes you get lost in that process they'll give you so many resources and then all of a sudden you're not you're like, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. And because there could be a gap, there could be mm-hmm. a, like a, a mm-hmm. two or three year gap before you start something else in that process. Exactly. Um, right. They don't call yeah. it a survival guide for nothing. No, <laughs> no we don't. <laughs> well, th- thank you so much ladies for this wonderful talk. I really, I might want to get into the workshop, even though I don't, uh, well, I, support persons with disabilities through oh, yes, a yeah. com- computer program so yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, would be able to take advantage of that yes you could uh, and, uh, and it'll be up on our website and you can reach out at any time and we do private ones as well yeah mm-hmm. perfect yeah well thank there you, you very very much for this wonderful information i really got a lot of out of this and i'm gonna bother my mom to listen to this episode because I think she <laughs> sure. really she really would like to enjoy this so mm-hmm. I will definitely definitely let her know to listen to this and I hope a lot of mothers that are listening to it out there who has a special need child or even uh, of knowing somebody who has special needs listens to this show because I think it will be really useful yeah, and really inspirational as it has been uh, thank you mm-hmm. Leah for contacted this wonderful ladies connecting <laughs> with these wonderful ladies thank you and, and also uh, t- thank you so much for our audience for listening for being a part of this for being uh, mm-hmm. part of this episode and uh, for sure without again, them without yeah exactly them, right <laughs> this would not be possible for sure uh, yeah. don't forget to look at our our special little buy Leah a coffee, which is not buy Leah a coffee. It's no. more like buy a coffee means uh, your support for this podcast, your support for this organization as well. Make sure that you take a look at that at, at My Life Without Limits podcast on Instagram, on our mm-hmm. webpage as well. Feel free oh. to do that and that will be great. Well, thank you very, very much and I hope you all have a wonderful day and please don't forget to live your life without limits bye bye bye